everybody, I'm Dr. Boyce Watkins from Your Black World, and today somebody asked me about this little interesting back and forth between Stephen A. Smith and Kevin Durant. Uh, Kevin Durant is an NBA star. He plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Stephen A. Smith is a respected journalist who has been around for a really long time. And apparently there's some sort of issue about Durant and what he's going to do with his free agency. And, and Stephen A. said something, and Durant didn't like it. Uh, he, just, he speculated about where he was going to go next, and Durant... Uh, called him a liar basically so Stephen A comes back because he's offended because I guess his journalistic integrity has been insulted so it becomes this really messy crazy beef and so I saw this clip just now where Stephen A is you know on ESPN getting all bold and he says something like um you know you don't want to make an enemy out of me I'll put my resume up against anybody else you know just kind of you know this bravado thing and I guess that's, that's what happens sometimes in sports and hip-hop whatever uh, but when I saw this this beef it was really interesting uh, for the sake of full disclosure I've met Stephen A just a couple of times uh, I was on his show quite frankly with Stephen A Smith two or three times he was gracious enough to invite me so I did appreciate that I, I, I when I met him he was uh, a nice guy um, uh, also I met him a couple other places uh, so there's no personal thing here in terms of me not liking him as a person on a personal level. But as a public figure, I've always been deeply concerned. And I'll lay out the concerns real quick and, and kind of bullet point uh, bullet point framework. Number one, um, you got a 40-something-year-old guy arguing with a 20-something-year-old kid. Uh, Stephen A's probably old enough to be Kevin Durant's father. So um, I'm just not a big fan of of older black men getting on white media outlets dissing young black men it just may, it seems weird um it reminds me makes me think about um when i had that issue with tyler the creator the rapper and he was saying stuff about me in, in interviews and on twitter and i did respond but i had to remind myself look boys this guy's young enough to be your son you don't talk to him like he's another man your same age uh he's a, he was a young guy who was just mad at me for something that i did that involved the deal he had with Mountain Dew. I didn't regret it, and, and but when I responded, I responded as an older man, not as somebody who's like, you know, young enough to go in there beefing and scrapping with him because I don't think that that's productive. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I shouldn't be fighting with him like we're the same age because we see the world from different points of view. So uh, in this particular case, Durant's a young guy who was frustrated and mad, so he said some mean stuff. Stephen A should be able to rise above that. Uh, but again, you know, maybe that's not good for ratings. Um, ESPN, I'm sure they love to see niggas fight. Uh, you know, that's, I'm sure, a great ratings booster. That's And so Stephen A being kind of their selected Negro, you know, it's a lot of a lot of these media outlets kind of um, have one or two black people. They kind of do all the black stuff, you know. So Stephen A is one of their main black people. And uh, even though they have other black journalists on there, but Stephen A is kind of their main guy. And when they see a controversy like this, the... Um, you know the ratings shoot through the roof, so that's kind of um, um, you know that that's they kind of give him this space, uh, they, almost like basketball where they would clear out and let two players go one on one. In a way, that's kind of what they do with Stephen A. They'll still be they'll get really quiet and they'll say, "So Stephen A, what do you say about that?" They'll give him three or four minutes to ramble on about some issue, and uh, they know that that's good for ratings. It is what it is. Um, but the other thing, it, this leads me to the other thought about this. Um, you know, when I see this, when I see Stephen A. kind of going at uh, Durant um, on this this media outlet, um, you know, in a way, it, it makes me. It, it almost comes off to me like a plantation fight. You know, like Massa put two 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 Negras in the ring and just let them slug each other out, and 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 white people get entertained by by seeing this, right? Um, and you know, these plantation fights are really interesting to me because all this bravado 
that Stephen A. has. All this, you know, all this bragging about, well, you don't want to make an enemy out of me. I'm the man. I'm this, I'm that, I'm the other. Um, come on, man. You know, I mean, you're, you're a great journalist, but you're a propped up Negro, too. I mean, these, you wouldn't have any power if it wasn't for ESPN and these other white news organizations that have given you opportunities and opened doors for you. Um, so let's not get it twisted. Uh, you know, there, there's that saying, I, th- I saw it in a TV show, actually, but I thought it was great. Uh, it was actually in that show, Game of Cards, where the guy says, um, some people think that proximity to power means that you actually wield it. So sometimes you have propped up Negroes who get on big white media outlets who are being taken care of by big white corporations that they don't control at all. And they get very, very proud. Like, look at me. My massa is bigger than your massa. You know, and, and it becomes real pathetic in a way um, because, you know, sort of any sort of unity uh, with other black people, uh, you know, in, in a collective effort to confront white supremacy, that goes gets thrown out the window in exchange for these plantation fights. I'm going to take that nigga out for massa because my massa done made me strong. You know, and, and it's just... Um, it's it's very uh, irritating to kind of watch, um, you know, um, and it, it's just it's just strange, right? But again, that's how white supremacy trains us, right? Some of the biggest uh, supporters of white supremacy are black people. Uh, now, the other thing that's really interesting, sort of on that white supremacy note, is this: uh, the way Stephen A. Smith talks big and bold and bad to black people, to Durant, to the black community. Remember, he was telling black people, "Well, I don't give a damn what the black community thinks." He would never say that to a white woman. When that white woman went on Twitter and she violated, you can go Google it, she violated company policy by ranting on him against something that he did or said that was sexist. Not only did the company not punish him, Stephen A. went on TV like a little bitch and apologized with the the most, the, the meekest, most humbled, most penis shriveled kind of tail between the legs apology I have ever seen in my life. This big, bad, bold man was suddenly turned into this wimpy, whiny little boy who was apologizing for something that he didn't even do wrong. He didn't violate company policy. That white woman violated company policy. So I can tell you this. I guarantee you this much. Stephen A. Smith never, ever in a billion years would talk to a white woman or white women collectively the way he talked to Kevin Durant or the way he talked to the black community. That is probably the biggest thing that jumps out at me is how some people gain so much confidence when they feel that they're confronting and attacking an oppressed group of people as opposed to attacking an empowered group of people. It was one of the critiques people had about Bill Cosby that I even had about Cosby. Um, I didn't have a problem with Cosby pushing black people to do better. I believe that there were some redeeming uh, redeeming aspects of what Cosby was saying. You know, education matters. Work hard. Do your best. Don't give up. Things like that. I'm giving money to back this up, right? And I'm putting aside all the other craziness with the, the rape allegations. We know we know all about that. But I'm talking about the other stuff that was going on. I had no problem with that. But here was the issue. The issue was that the same boldness that Cosby would use to attack black people, he didn't have that same boldness when it came to talking about white people. That is the fundamental social asymmetry that we see amongst propped up Negroes. 
And the same way they 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 have castrated Bill Cosby because he was accused of of raping a bunch of women, mostly white. Even though in Hollywood we got we got all these child molesters and th- these pedophile parties and all this other stuff going on, they got a whole lot of debauchery going on in Hollywood. But for some reason, Cosby's debauchery is the only thing that they notice. Pay attention to that. Um, so 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 you you know so the same way they took out Cosby, they could take out Stephen A. The exact same way. Um, and and it's funny, but when I think about that, and I think about propped up Negroes who've been publicly humiliated for things that white people get away with all the time. I think about Bill Cosby, uh, Tiger Woods, and uh, O.J. Simpson. All three of those men, at some point, were America's favorite white man. Uh, they had abandoned the black community, said "screw you" to the black community, and then something happened where they violate. They were accused of violating a white woman on some level. O.J. accused of killing Nicole Brown Simpson. Nobody talked about Nicole's life and the fact that she was a drug addict like him and all this other stuff that's going on. It was this beautiful white woman that this this vicious black man had attacked. They treated him like a criminal even though he was never convicted. Tiger Woods, um, his his white wife goes upside his head with a golf club and assaults the hell out of him. But somehow she's the victim and he's the perpetrator even though he didn't break any laws. Um, as far as I, what I saw, the only law that was broken was by his wife in a domestic violence situation. I guarantee you this: if Tiger had put the golf club upside her head, he'd be in prison right now. Um, you move on to Cosby. Same kind of thing. Doesn't mean Cosby's not a, a not a repulsive person. I'm not saying Cosby didn't do any of this stuff that he's being accused of. But number one, he's being treated like a criminal, even though there was no conviction. But then number two, um, you know, all these people coming up with allegations that are 30, 40 years old, and then on top of that, you've you, again, you've got so many other people in Hollywood that have done so many crazy things. I, I, I you know, I, I remember somebody sending me something about uh, one of the directors of a major film being involved in these pedophile parties where they had naked little boys walking around and they were raping the little boys why isn't this front page news i don't understand that but actually when i think about it i do understand that i understand it because he's black and if he were not black the story would be flipped uh so with stephen a and kevin durant kind of going back to this issue um the point here is that the dynamics in media the dynamics in business, the dynamics in, in all of this, um, they evolve in a really interesting way when you're talking about black men um, versus other people. Uh, and not only does the way whites treat us differ from the way whites treat other white people, but the way propped up Negroes treat us versus the way they treat white people is also very different. Um to really understand the dynamic, you don't have to go any further than watching Django Unchained and looking at Samuel Jackson's character. When Massa give you that power, you become real, real cocky, right? So, um, you know, I tell you what, uh, I'm not, I'm not all that impressed with propped up Negroes. It doesn't mean I, I can't congratulate them on their success, but uh, I'm more impressed with self-made black men. Uh, men that build things and create things, black women who build and create things on their own. Uh, I I like that, but you know, when some corporation gave you a bunch of money and a platform, okay, congratulations, good for you. But I, you have to take it for what it is. That's all I really want to say. I'm Dr. Boyce Watkins from Your Black World. Please take care. God bless. I'm gone. Peace. <laughs>